What is going on, guys? Today we have a heck of a show for you. We cover everything from the potential for new overtime rules in the NBA, uh, Patriots quarterback Mac Jones, and uh, a little bit of ISU basketball as well. We have a very special interview with guest Laura Cook, an ISU gymnast. We'll go through all of her accolades and the journey from the UK to the United States in that interview. Can't wait for you guys to watch that. If you do enjoy today's episode, be sure to tell a friend about it. It really helps us out and check us out on YouTube as well. Otherwise, let's get it rolling. Welcome back to Marvel on Air. Today is Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. We've got a packed show for you guys, including a lot of different stuff. And it's all going to go ahead and start right now. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Today, we've got the NBA potentially changing their overtime rules, which could be interesting to say the least. We're going to go over Mac Jones in New England, potential reports coming out that are alleged, of course. He hasn't backed them up at all, as why would he? We're going to go over that Caleb Grill thing we just went over in the intro, and we've got a very special interview with gymnast of Iowa State, Laura Cook. I'm very excited for that. And then obviously, to finish it all up, we've got the James Cup, which I can't wait to see what's what's popping in James' brain. So we're going to hop over to the couch. What's going on, boys? Uh, Redbone and James, how are we doing? Pretty good. Packed oh. day. We're doing great. We're fired up. Awesome. And then Alex is, as usual, behind the hut, but he is uh, he's not feeling so great, so we're not going to have a camera or a mic on him today, which is a shame, but we're very appreciative that he is running the hut. So we're going to go ahead and get started with the NBA overtime. So, in a Clippers game this last week, it went to double overtime, and, oh man, can you imagine playing a double overtime game? It must have been real rough on Kawhi Leonard. He had to play 46 whole minutes, and they decided, hey, with that being said, we're going to have to go ahead and, uh, and extend. Uh, actually, what's it called when you do the opposite of extend? Like reduce? reduce. Yes. Reduce the overtime by potentially setting a point limit, which is interesting. I don't know how that's determined. If it's points added on uh, to over, like, you know, the end of regulation, whoever scores 20 more or 25 more. But this is all done in an attempt to reduce overloading players um, on their minutes. Now, obviously, everybody back in the day used to play a lot more. I think we'll average 48 in a single season, 48 minutes a game. Um, what are we thinking about that, Red? Is, is, is the new generation just soft, or what does that look like? Yeah, I just I don't really get like why we're doing this exactly. I really don't think it's something that will end up going through. I think it's just like talk or speculation right now. I think that it's just something that they were like, you know, it's all the big thing in the NBA now is like load management and stuff like this. And it's like, okay, I get that they're playing 82 games and then with the postseason, you know, they can play an additional like 28, I guess. Right. But you're still a professional athlete. It's still your job. People have been doing doing it forever. I don't know why now all of a sudden this is a big issue and why we're changing it. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's definitely, I think, something that's like a lot more modern-day-esque. Like everything has to be, I don't know, the way it is. But, James, do you think you could run up and down a court for 46 minutes? Or do you think that they're, do you think they're justified in this change as someone who doesn't watch a lot of basketball? Or do you think this is something that should just stay the way it is? For millions of dollars a year, I think I could. Uh, I think I could suck it up, especially if it's not going to happen every single game. Um, like, how often does a double overtime happen? And they changed. They changed this rule after one game. Uh, yeah, it was the result of one game. That's. 
I mean, I understand if it's like an ongoing situation, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I don't know if I agree with it personally, but it, it would add a certain wrinkle to it. Wasn't the NBA All-Star game a couple years back a point set where you had to get to like first team to get 180 points yeah. or something like that? Well, I don't like that personally. No. But it'd be really interesting to see like how they do like over-unders right now because like right now True. if the game goes into overtime it's just like oh well you know congratulations the over is probably gonna hit because they have an extra five minutes or whatever it is right with well, that the lines will change but like do you mean yeah the, the lines before the game yeah and just like how they how vegas would like decide to deal with potentially overtimes just being like okay first team to 15 points or whatever you know right. It'd be maybe, interesting maybe to see what they do bet. It's like who who will score ten first, who will score fifteen? Because I know in hockey, it's like first to three shots on goal is yeah. a, is the thing you can bet. Yeah. Uh, I definitely would be interested to see where the sports gambling side of it goes because I know that's obviously it's only growing every single day, yeah. and that's something you have to take into account with everything along those lines. Um, but I I feel like it it's kind of one of those things where we were talking about the fourth and fifteen rule in the XFL. Remember how yep. we kind of decided that it would be. Uh, it would be beneficial to more teams than others, right? Teams that are very offensive-oriented teams have a very large advantage. Like the Chiefs are pretty, like 80% probably, or not that high. But, you know, they're going to have a lot higher success rate on the 4th and 15. I wonder if that would be something that, like, you know, three-point teams, like, I, I don't know. Maybe, what, do you think teams could end up having an advantage in, in that kind of situation as opposed to just scoring more points? Yeah, I mean, I really think that, like, the idea behind it, I feel like, is more to be like, okay, this is – I don't think it's to shorten overtime. I think it's to eliminate the idea of going to a second overtime. Because yeah. if it's, you know, first to, you know, 15 or whatever they decide, then there's no second OT. But at the same time, what if they get cold? What right. if it takes them four hours to score – or like something Ooh, like true. that, you know? So is like, it timed then? Do you think? Do you think? Yeah, it, I don't know. See, that's what I Alex really Blum, don't get. I, think there, we have a I report, don't know why they do that. The report, uh, the graphic of it, we've got. Uh, it's just a little, a little tweet here, and it, I don't think it talks about that. It's just talking about overloading player minutes, and so they were pretty vague. It doesn't sound like it's something that's going to probably change in the next five years or so. Alex, you can cut out of that, um, but I. I don't know if I like that rule. I'm not going to lie to you. That I is, really don't. That's something I think we should probably stray away from. I mean, if, if the game goes to double overtime, yeah, you're going to have to run extra minutes. It means you're going to have to do some extra conditioning before that game. But speaking what, of... What they should do is they should just have, like, each player in, like, the starting lineup shoots two free throws. And whoever out of ten, whatever team has the better... Oh, gotcha. Better like, free throw Almost percentage. like a shootout. I like, yeah. hockey. It's I like, like that way more. It'd be interesting at the end of like the first overtime. So keep that the same, and then it's yeah, like and then you go shootout. into a free throw shootout. Interesting. Players aren't going to get tired. It'll yep. take two minutes to do it. Yeah, I would even do that at the end of a game. Really? Yeah. I always like. I think that would be so cool at the end of like a game. I, I I always like looking forward to hockey shootouts. I think they're like one of the yeah. most electric things in hockey. I'm not the most or like but up penalty there. kicks in soccer. Yes. Like, like you don't want to watch the first ninety minutes. You just want to see. There's a penalty shootout. Yeah, that's all I'm looking forward to. I know the whole game can't be penalty kicks, but it would be sick if it was. I know I'd. Watch it should it. be. I know. I, I don't know watch. why it's not. I'd watch a lot more soccer. That's for sure. But speaking of keeping things the way they are, 
coaching has always been tough in the NFL. I feel like in the highest league, it's got to be tough. You got to know that this is the men's league. You're going to get graded a little bit tougher. And that's just kind of how it is. I feel like some organizations are tougher than others. And the Patriots has always been known as a very tough organization. Some have referred to it as military camp, uh, you know, not actually, but in the NFL, it's kind of been gauged that way. Um, we don't have to cut to the graphic on this one, but the NFL has come out. I don't know who exactly reported it, but Mac Jones allegedly had to have been treated with more caution um, as far as like constructive criticism because it was affecting his like mindset. Um, yeah. And and they were like, you got to go softer on this guy. Basically, I don't personally as a Patriots fan, I don't like that. Um, no, I feel like we need a guy that's that can, scary. We, we need, you don't want that. No, we need a guy that can take the heat, right? It's not the opponents aren't going to be. Ta- I know he's played in like two seasons now, so he knows what the opponents are doing. But we, we can't have guys that are out there. They're just like, oh, if you say the wrong thing to me, I'm throwing off and I, I can't hang. Yeah, you can't be changing the mindset of the team and the environment that the team that you know the Patriots is just for this one guy to you know not. Right. About it. No, I 100% agree. I think we we know what works, and we should do that. I don't think we need to be like, ah, oh, well, he's actually kind of a softy, so um, let's just take it a little easy on him. But, hey, that linebacker that did not make his steps correctly, let's rip him a new one. Like, yeah. That's just not fair to me. I feel like I know we, we've seen Tom Brady, when he was on the Patriots, he would get ripped. It came out in his podcast with Bill that apparently they knew, like, Tom was like, you have to rip me or else the guys aren't going to respect me. Right? Yeah. So he he kind of like set it up that way. But it's always been like everyone's on the exact same playing field. Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, is going to be conditioning with you guys. Tom Brady is going to get ripped if he makes a bad throw. Even if he threw for 450 yards and two touchdowns, he's still getting ripped for that throw because there's always room for improvement. I don't like that. This is not just the Patriots, right? It's Mac Jones is obviously the highlight of this conversation, but this is around the league. Coaches are starting to like change their mentality on how they're coaching certain players because others, they don't respond as well to that harsh criticism. I don't like that at all. I think it should just be like, you, you have to do better, and then that player has to respond, or they get cut. And like, there are guys out there that will respond to that. In my opinion, I don't. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I I understand like the like sports psychology side of it. Where, like, there are people who, if you get on them, they don't respond well. And then you have the Tom Brady's, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant's of the world, where if you yell at them, they're going to respond in a, you know, way that's productive for the team. Right. I think that it's, it's important to keep in mind who you are talking to. Yeah. But the idea that, like, I think the report said that Mac Jones played, like, worse or yeah. something when he got yelled at. And it was like a noticeable thing. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just Mac Jones is kind of soft. That's what I thought. And you, you were don't gonna... want that to be the leader of your team. Like if it's a receiver, you know, and it's like, hey man, you're all right. We're all right. We'll get him next time. That's fine. Yep. And I guess you can do that with your quarterback too. But at the same time, this is like the face of your team. Yep. He cannot be soft. No, I thought for a second there you were gonna be like, hey, we have to like acknowledge this whole sports. Like I'm like, bro, not if and no. The, and the leader of your team is a good point because <laughs> that's the guy who's going to have to rally the troops, right? He's the guy yeah. that's running the offense. Like, if, if they're being soft to him, what is he doing out on the field? There's, like, parts to understanding who you're yelling at. Yep. But at the same time, everyone should be yelled at, in my opinion. Like, that's just part of it. Everybody should be yelled at. Yes. I, I think Everybody there's... should be yelled at. And the coach should also yell out compliments, too. Yes. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, fifth and sixth grade football. This dude was an <laughs> asshole. Um. 
super mean. He's been he was coaching for like twenty years. Um, dude was an asshole, but when he yelled at his players, his players did it. Yeah, well, they, they I respect you. Yeah, yeah. And then when he would give me a compliment, I'm like, oh, well, the greatest day of my oh, life. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. I know what you're saying, and I also think what you were. I'm kind of piggybacking off of what you said, Redbone. If like, if you're in the game, I don't think it's the right spot to be just ripping a guy. Like, you can't be like, hey, you're horrible out there. You need to get better. Like, I, I guess there's probably a point where that comes into play. But on the sidelines, it probably should be more of a positive build-up mindset. And then in the locker room or in the film room is where it's like, hey, this was not acceptable. We need to make our reads faster. We need to be making these throws a little bit tighter. Whatever it ends up. I don't know what they coach in the NFL locker rooms. but uh, Yeah, I mean, to an extent. But, like, when you think about, like, in my opinion, like the greatest like quarterback center duo is Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning. In oh, my yeah. mind, when they're just screaming and, like, at each other best, on the sideline. Yeah, the best sideline clip in like NFL history is those two, those two just screaming back and forth at I'll each call other. Call the plays. Yeah, and then I'll the, call the but plays. then at the end of the day, they were both like, "Yeah, that was something that was good." No, like we just had to yell at each other, and we understand that like we're not actually like mad at the person; we're mad at the situation type deal, mm-hmm. and like that's what you want the like leaders of your team to do you don't want it to be like in you know the patriots organization they're like hey hey don't be nice to mac be nice to mac yeah that's just stupid yeah i you, think you said that this was a uh a pattern that's starting to happen more and more around the nfl i know that around the league they're starting to kind of take into consideration how players respond to certain types of criticism do you you mentioned this earlier do you think this is from a sports psychology sports psychology perspective or do you think it's from like an upper management perspective it's probably from i'd say both i would say both but i think more of like coaches that are seeing success it's like just going to be an evolution thing right so coaches that see success that treat players differently like so so they might be tough on some they might be like lighter on others and they have success as they get jobs they spread that information and then more coaches start to adapt that. I don't know if it's necessarily like a GM. I wonder if that's probably what happened in yeah. New England, honestly. I, but well, I don't know. There might be some people on the sidelines that whisper into other people's ears, and then they're like, he's really digging into this guy, and I think he should you know, calm down and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was like – there wasn't like a sports psychologist or a GM specifically. I think it's just like generally understood like part of coaching is knowing your players – and it just, for some reason, came out as news that Mac Jones is someone you want to coach more gently, I guess. Yep. But, like, I don't think it's, like, which is, which is scary to say about a quarterback. Yeah. But like, I mean, that's just part of coaching, right, is, like, understanding your player and knowing how to best motivate them. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you have, like you were saying, Nick, like, in the league, there's people like Bill Belichick, and then there's, on the, like, polar opposite, you have, like, Mike McDaniels. Yep. You know? And it's just – where we're going in the future, I'm guessing, is probably going to be more towards Mike McDaniel. Oh, 100%. But, I mean, which one's better? I mean, who really knows? Who, who wins more, I guess. Yeah. If you look at the Patriots' last two seasons, you wouldn't be saying it's Bill. So, I mean... It's true. I, I don't know. But, I, as a Patriots fan, I know that I will take the stance that Mac Jones should be graded hard, right? But yeah. I also see where you're coming from with understanding where players are and wh- how they best respond. Because if you have a stud receiver and you yell at him and he plays poorly, yeah, you probably shouldn't be as hard on him. Like, let's just be real here. Probably want to keep him on your team. Yeah. Uh, so there is both sides of the coin. I see that. But my official stance is like, bro, you can't be just going soft on your quarterback. Like, I, at that point, 
and I'm a Mac Jones hater, so take this with a grain of salt, but I think you need a new quarterback at that point. I, I'm not a big Mac guy. I know they're giving yeah. him one more year with, uh, what's the, Brian, um, who's our new OC? It's The dog from Family Guy? Yeah. Flores? <laughs> No, it's he's he's been around been around the Patriots for a long time. I can't remember it's the guy his. with the beard. Yeah, he's he's been around How and done know? a lot of. I know, I I know it. I just can't think of it. But Brian Griffin, it's definitely not Brian Griffin. It is. Um, and maybe it's not even a Brian. Do you have it, Bill O'Brien? Bill O'Brien. Yes, I knew Brian Should've was known in that. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I know it because he's been on the team like yeah. five times. But he, uh, I know, I know that like they're gonna give Mac another shot with Bill O'Brien. And I think they probably should. And I think our offense, our offensive scheme last year was just horrible. If we look at the tape, it was Matt Patricia last year, wasn't and, it? And and um, some other guy who used to coach the Giants, right? He's like mm. eighty. It was two guys. So Coughlin could have been. I don't know, no, but he's uh, like ninety-eight. There's no way he was on a sideline. I know it was two different Tom guys, Coughlin? but I would look it up. I that sounds right because I know it was Matt Patricia and someone else, and. Our scheme was bad, honestly. I liked where we were with the slot receivers running horizontally on the field. I like that a lot, and I think Mac could thrive from that. I know we brought in one of his college teammates for a workout. Could potentially build some chemistry there. I'm not saying Mac isn't a guy. I'm just saying, as a Patriots fan, I want to see some, I want to see some grit from our quarterback. Is that, is that too be, much to ask? I wouldn't be too worried about it because, like, I think this is just one of those kind of like sham releases that they're just like. Somehow, some reporter got a hold of him, blew it out of the water. Because like he did come from Alabama, and, like Saban is not going to baby it people. Could, it could have just been like the next four plays he did dog shit, right? Instead of you know, three weeks afterward, he was still just fumbling balls and shit. Yeah, and I think obviously there's the clip that went viral this year of him screaming at Matt Patricia on the sideline. I did yeah. not personally like that. I know it happens all the time, and with more cameras and more social media, it's much more prevalent now. How many times did Tom Brady yell at the coaching staff? Probably too many times to even count. Yeah. Right? Like the, the greatest players are going to argue with their coaches and try to get things the way they can succeed, like get conditions to where they can succeed. I understand that. But it was, just, I don't know, something about him has this whole whiny personality. That's why I've been on the Bailey Zappi train since the second he stepped in. And Bailey Zappi seemed like just a guy. He's a pocket passer, just like Mac. He didn't have that super tubby picture, unfortunately, not like Tom Brady. Like, he doesn't have that going for him. But he's always seemed like that calm pocket presence. And he can take criticism. And he's just, like, very level-headed. Like, you can yell at me, you know, whatever. So that's where I'm standing on the on the Bailey Zappi-Mac Jones thing. I know we're not probably going to see that for another year at least depends on what Mac does this year. But I think that that's an important conversation to have with like, where's the league going with these coaches? I think we need to, to evaluate that, but pivoting towards Iowa state athletics, uh, Caleb grill was released from the Iowa state basketball team. And I obviously it's been known on the program for, I don't unfortunately follow the basketball team close enough. I know we've kind of been on a bit of a skid recently. Um, and Redden tells me that Caleb Grill's a pretty good shooter for us. Is that is that something to be concerned about, do you think? Yeah, he's our top three-point shooter. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Iowa State, like you said, is in a skid right now. I'm not sure exactly how, you know, that's going to affect a postseason run. It's not going to be good. I mean, in terms of just depth, we're losing, like, one of our guys who was probably, I'm guessing, like, top five in top five players he was a starter yeah so it's like you're losing a decent amount of your minutes and that's going to hurt depth but uh we just lose a shooter 
our yeah. best shooter. It's like and shooters are very important in today's game. Yeah, that really takes a lot away from you know the team. The, 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 what you can do as you know a basketball team. Right. But I mean, I don't. They wouldn't release him or remove him or whatever it is without good reason, you know. So hopefully, it's something that you know the program is better off because of it. But I don't know. That's that's to be seen, I guess. Yeah, James, you've been to a few games. What did Grill pass the eye test for you, or are you kind of one of those guys that's not really paying attention to players? I held a sign. That's about it. <laughs> what is that? That's about just, it. Did you make a a corny grill joke at all? What do you mean? Like, did you say anything like the grill is heating up, or? I think the sign fire said up the grill? "fire yeah. up the grill." Fire yeah. up the grill. Okay, I, I like held that the sign. That's that's all I know about him. I'd say that's probably going to have the biggest effect on the team. We're not going to have those grill, yeah. you know, comments to make. I do want to see how this affects our March Madness run. I wasn't exactly super confident in us making maybe the Elite Eight or the Final Four. That's a, definitely a stretch. But without a big shooter, I don't know how much of a role he played in the offense, like how many points per game he was averaging or anything like that. But I know uh, if he was a starter, obviously you never want to lose a starter. No. No. That's that's definitely no good. Um, did you have something to add? I mean, who knows when, the, like, the actual information comes out or if it ever does. Yeah. But he has released a statement. I don't know if uh, yeah, he Ryan averaged has that out. like 31 minutes a game. Ooh, yeah, yeah. we're lose we're losing a guy. I wonder if we'll bring anyone in or if we're just how that. I don't know how college athletics really works as far as depth. I mean, you and, can't pick up free agents. Okay. I guess you can sign people like from your student body. Yeah. Like there was a couple of years back where uh, Nebraska's basketball team was really short. Like, they just had, like, five injuries, mm. six injuries, and you only have 15 guys on your roster. So, like, for practices and stuff, if you only have eight, nine guys there, you know, who are able to practice, that's kind of a problem. Yeah, so they had, uh, they had, I want to say, like, an offensive tackle from the football team and our backup quarterback uh, play. And they actually, like, played in the Big Ten basketball tournament just because we had nobody else to play. Really? So, yeah, some of our bas- or some of our football team played in the – in the basketball tournament, which interesting. is interesting. Cool, yeah, that I mean, that's there's always some, <laughs> what was that look for, James? Yeah, I understand if you want him to substitute on the rugby team, but fucking basketball. Basketball is very skill. Like the they shot looked is like very... throughout the athletic department, and we're like, okay, these are the best two. It wasn't like they just like picked two random yeah, guys. I, I get that. They didn't but have damn, a random name that... generator. <laughs> it's just fucking yeah. wheel. It's oh man, a tackle! They didn't walk Jeez. into. Post, he was like a big skinnier guy. guy. Yeah. Oh, a skinnier guy. Gotcha. Yeah, might have been a tight end. Well, there's definitely something that would s- make a lot of sense. Yeah, that tight end would make a lot of sense. There's something to be said about like athletes being able to perform in a lot of different environments. Obviously, most I would say most. I think I'm comfortable in saying most D1 athletes played multiple sports in high school. So I'm sure yeah. both of those guys had a background in basketball at least at some point um and i would i would love to see i didn't think about pulling from other sports i would love to see which sports do they pull from maybe do they pull like david carr potentially who knows that's, that's wrestler basketball time wrestler basketball duo yeah first uh, of all know? time what's interesting about all of this is that the way the press releases were like released because like iowa state announced it and then like at the same time an iowa state like website released an article like a pre-written article Mm -hmm. and then caleb grill had a pretty lengthy like notes app like thank you thing corny as fuck but like (laughs) pre-wrote out as well so they must have said like hey at five o'clock or whatever on wednesday we're going to announce this yeah so it wasn't like uh 
So he knew. Rush thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you know, I guess I add something to it, too. But it's, it's just not a good look for Iowa State Athletics. And not at all. For our basketball team, and obviously. Um, with this new information, where do you think we'll go in the tournament, then? Are you looking at maybe, like, around a 32 exit? Do you think we get the first one? Oh, no, I don't think we win first round. Really? You think what we're are we? Quick? What are we going to be, like, an eight seed? Nine seed? Uh, something like generous? that. generous? 11? Yeah, I think it's probably closer to 11. So that means that we're playing like a five or six seed? Eh. We were no. on such a hot streak too, though. That's the thing. Like, we looked good early and then... That was when Grill was playing. Yeah. Then he got hurt versus Texas, and that's where kind of the skid started, and we just haven't been the same team since. Dang. And now he's not even on the team, so... Yeah. Did you go to any of the recent games, James, at all? No. I know you went to the Kansas game. Is that right? Yeah, we went to the Kansas game. That was fun. Um, but no, I have no interest in going to those games. <laughs> no, it, what? What does that mean? The basketball Zero games? Interest. Yeah, un- unless I'm like literally in the front row, I don't want to go to those games. Really? What games do you like to go to then? Football? Any game. But I need to be in the front row. Well, that's kind of picky. Uh, yeah, what's... That's just how I am. I don't, don't, I don't want to be, like, seven rows back. Yeah, you're like a Fairweather fan. Typical Iowa State fan. It's, yeah, you know, that's me. It's kind of how we seem to roll. Everyone wants to go when, you know, times are high. But What do you think the reading the level days. of that uh, statement is? Yeah, I read through it quick before we went live here, and I did find one typo that makes no sense. Caleb Grill in his notes app, apology or whatever, said, uh, I played with passion every single night on the court and never took a second for granted. Hmm. He said for granted, not for granted, like for like your countertops. He oh. never took a second for granted, granted. countertops. Hmm. Never. Yeah. Big rock guy. Yeah, yeah. What's he, his major? Is he a geology major? Like, he just, yeah. That's he probably why that. he's dismissed. He's got to like go, you know, search for like dinosaur bones or something in granite rock. I don't know. But in, interesting take for him, by him, you know. Never took a second for granted. Yeah, I must be confusing homework assignments with... Um, this is like Geology 302 class. <laughs> <laughs> happens to the best of us. Rocks and shit. Yeah. Have you guys taken Geology 101? It's like a... No. Not on purpose. Not on purpose? I've heard that's like a really easy class. I, I've heard a lot of people take it just for... Like just an for easy A. Yeah. yeah, easy A. Uh, we're working on getting our guests in here... Allegedly, she has not received the the email, so I just told her to check uh, outside of organization stuff because we are not a part of the the Iowa State. Our, our yeah. email yeah. is not <laughs> confirmed by Iowa State. Unfortunately, it should be. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's not. The more uh, I think about I it, I mean, yeah, we're we're support. There's Iowa State gear all over. What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, we really don't know much about Iowa State, but yeah, I guess now we're that here. we think about it, yeah. We're kind of we are students. We're just saying that we don't really understand what's going on in the basketball team, and then we expect them to to back our program. Yeah. We doing maybe here? we should just become like a anti Iowa State podcast. Uh, I personally couldn't, but <laughs> yeah, what, I what, what would you? You want to be a Huskers program? Yes. Interest. Yes. I couldn't do that. I don't know anything about Huskers. I know more about their stuff than I do Iowa State, but well, I know nobody wants to hear about it. I know that well, much. Maybe not in Ames, Iowa, but I'm sure over in Lincoln they'd they'd tune in. Well, maybe if you could get the 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 link out there, see what they have to say. Yeah, it's true. You're I'll not be. even from Nebraska though. I mean, my bloodline is same thing. Well, barely. 
You're from. You're not from New England. Okay. But I am from Iowa. I like Iowa State. There's no professional football teams in Iowa. Yeah, but Iowa's not remotely close to Boston. This is true. So like, covered, I don't like this argument by you. I've put I've put out on the internet why I'm a, a New England fan, and I I don't need to tell it again. But I Nebraska's way closer to Iowa than so you Boston. just pick, so you just picked a close place. No, I've a fan because of like my family's from Nebraska, and my dad's a diehard Nebraska fan. Hmm. Is like, that really a good reason? Like, eight-year-old me isn't going to, like, there's Nebraska stuff all over the house and be like, hmm, let me look on Google Maps quick and see what the closest team is. We're I from like Iowa would, City area. You would totally do that. We're from Iowa City area anyways. What are we doing? What are you doing rooting for Iowa State, if this is your argument? I suppose. But I, I was actually originally not from the Iowa City area, so that's, that's why I moved over there. Is that not that's not valid or what? Where are no. you from originally? No. I was actually born in Oklahoma City. So why are you not an Oklahoma Sooners fan? Well, I lived there for like. No, you li- That's where you were born. That's I was born from. there. Where were you born? Iowa City. Uh, Cedar Rapids, actually. Okay, so why are you not a UNI fan? Who says I'm not? You. <laughs> yeah. Well, why would you cheer for UNI? They're like D two, maybe. No, they're D one. Or they're FCS, aren't they? They're D. They're D one. Do they, they wrestle Division one? Uh, I think so. Alex, we're good. Never knew that about you and I. They are D one wonderful barely. place. They're like the they got to be the smallest D one ever of all time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. No way. There's a school. I don't know if I would that. take a D one to you and I, but that's just me. I'd I'd much rather end up at a D two. I think and get more playing time. I don't time. think you're yeah. a D one football player if you play at you and I. That's how I've always viewed it. Do you think it's Division one <laughs> football? Because it's so. What is I was thinking about this the other day. What does FBS and FCS stand for? I don't know. What is is because I was like, well, so if there's a BS and a CS, why is there not like an FAS, like ABC? You know what I'm saying? That's a Bro. very very good question. It must stand for something. It's not just like letters. Uh, so there's FBS is football bowl division oh so they get to go subdivision and then the fcs is football championship subdivision interesting so they must Hmm. compete for championships and not well they do like a playoff fcs does hmm is it like all of them do the no i want to say it's like is it an eight team playoff 16 team playoff so it's the top 16 then that would be i don't even know what you guys are talking about Football. We don't really I know. know. We don't this really is, know. It's like goofy. Well, unfortunately, we don't know enough either. There's more than four teams in it. We'll go with that. All right. Well, so let's like go what, ahead. Five? Let's go. The official position four. is there's more than four. Yeah, we'll we'll end on that because we do officially have our guest in the Zoom today. Um, joining us now, an all-around gold, two-time international winner, first English gymnast to ever win the. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Laver Kusin Cup. Laura Cook. How are we doing, Laura? I'm so good. Thank you. <laughs> was I was I pretty close on the yeah. Laver Kusin? Very close. Interesting. Kusin, yep. Okay. <laughs> Can you run me through that meet? Was that a obviously you must have absolutely dominated there. How was how was it competing at that kind of event? Yeah, so it was an international competition back home before I came to college. Um, I represented England. Went to Germany, Leverkusen, 
and I don't have much like faith in myself so it was very like a shock <laughs> I had no idea like what was going on but just had a really good meet and then they called out my name that I'd won the all-around gold so yeah super fun can't complain about that. It's surprising that you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself when you look at all of the accolades. I mean, we just took a class together and I was like, oh, okay, we'll get a gymnast on. And then you were like, oh, okay, so she's won just about every <laughs> medal I've ever, ever seen. Okay, good to know. Um, <laughs> what was, uh, this is going to sound so corny, but the training in UK obviously is, I would assume, much different than you obviously mentioned you transferred over to Iowa, Iowa State in the United States. Um, mm -hmm. What would you... Like, what would you say was the biggest difference between a UK training regimen and a, a college USA regimen? I think that, like, obviously I liked gymnastics back home, but, like, college gym is so fun. Mm. And, like, having a lot of girls my age here is awesome because, like, I was the oldest back home. Like, everyone else was, like, 10 years old. Like, that's not even an exaggeration. Like, all the little girls I would train with, which was also really nice because, like, they looked up to me and stuff. But it's so nice here to have, like, people your age going through the same kind of thing as you. Um, and obviously it was a lot, like, stricter back home. And it had to be because, like, we weren't adults and didn't really know what we were doing. So, like, anything I was told to do, I would do. Um, but, yeah, it's just much more, like, fun and calm over here, I would say. How do you stay, how do you stay competitive when everybody else is, like, 10 years old? That's crazy. Like, I, I would... I would I, I go insane. I don't like being around people that are like four years younger than me. Like See, they just like, kind of get annoying like after a little while. Nah, I love little people, and I like the fact that like <laughs> they looked up to me. Like I think that was really cool. Like I just, it I was kind of like, yeah, I was like their inspiration. That sounds so corny as so well. So did that? Like, did that motivate you to like be better and like look better in their eyes? Okay. For sure, like, I had to, like, be a role model to them, and, like, my coach would always say, like, if you work hard, like, this is what you guys can get to as well, so, yeah, that was, like, my motivation, I guess. Interesting. Over, over here in practice, do you have any, like, I don't mean this in, like, a uh, mean way, but uh, do you have any, like, okay. <laughs> uh, like, a rival on the team you'll compete with, like, a friend? Um, I feel like... I'm not a competitive person. Well, I am, but very, like, inwardly. So, like, in previous years when, like, I was fighting for my spot in lineup, like, there was obviously, like, people I was competing with, but I never saw it like that because I'm very much, like, if you think, like, if the coach thinks they deserve it more than I do, then, like, I trust their decision. Like, I was never, like, had, like, beef with anyone or anything like that. But no. now, like... I have my spot in lineup, so I guess I'm not like, I don't know, I'm not a very competitive person. I gotcha. Right. Uh, circling back to the 10-year-old, I had a quick question. So obviously you're competing with some of the best at extremely young ages. Was there, like, when you were really young, was there a moment when you kind of knew, oh, like, I'm going to take this gymnastic thing and run with it? Or were you just kind of like doing gymnastics for fun and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, all right, we're pretty decent at this? Yeah, it was so... I got put in gymnastics, like, with my sister when I was four years old by our parents just to do, like, a bit of fitness and exercise and stay fit. Mm -hmm. And I never, ever, like, once thought, like, I'm going to go to America and do college gymnastics. Like, it's always been a very big part of my life. So I think, obviously, I was very, like, serious about it. And I never, like, envisaged 
life without gymnastics that sounds so sad (laughs) but um no I never like there wasn't really a turning point where I was like I could actually like use all this years of like gymnastics to like get me to the other side of the world yeah did you I never really thought that no what what was I mean I never thought that I guess I assume that that's given but like what is there other options than coming to the United States or is that kind of known to be like that's the goal is to get to the United States I had a couple friends who did this, which was the only reason I knew about it. And, like, I traveled to the States a lot to, like, all the big ones, like New mm. York, Vegas, Florida, for, like, vacations and stuff, but had never, ever heard of Iowa. Yeah, I say, um, you travel to Iowa? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, but the options back home were, like, you either go to university for school or you go, like, professional sports. And obviously, there's absolutely zero money in gymnastics. Yeah. So um, I was just going to take the, like, school route. But then we applied with an agency, and, like, they sent out all my videos to, like, all the universities across America. And then here I am at Iowa State. So you didn't get scouted or anything? No. No. Interesting. It was just, like, well, I mean, technically, I guess it's, like, getting scouted because, like, they see your videos and then decide like if they want you or not. So like a few colleges reached out, like I was supposed to go to Pittsburgh. Um, I think I had Southern Utah as well. But okay. when I visited Iowa state, that was what like really sold me. Okay. Well, hmm. Oh, I was going to say what, what really would bring you to Iowa state, but yeah, yeah, I fell in love with the campus as well. So I could definitely see where you're coming from. You mentioned there's not a lot of money in gymnastics. Obviously mm-hmm. you're an exercise science major. I know you're kind of interested in the whole, how things work, like training and all of that. We can get into more of the training behind gymnastics because I'm very interested in how you guys get the grip strength to fling around on bars and hang on like that. But what what do you think you're going to do? I know you're a senior. Um, you're coming up on kind of the end of this tenure here. What are you thinking for after? You're going to do some coaching and maybe end up uh, doing gymnastics more or are you kind of look, looking to pivot, pivot away? It's a really um, touchy subject right now because I have a lot of like questions in my head about like the future and stuff. Um, but we also have our COVID year, like still as an option. So yeah, since I was a freshman, when COVID happened, they gave us all another year of eligibility, which is a really cool opportunity. And like, ultimately I would like to end up here. So I'm kind of like, it's an opportunity. Why would I not do gymnastics for another year? hundred percent. So yeah, that's kind of in the works right now. And then in terms of like school and stuff, I'd probably just like do a grad certificate or another minor or something like that. And then um, working at state gym right now, actually did a bit of coaching (laughs) previously, but like, yeah, just, I do want to stay involved in gymnastics in some way, but I'm not sure that I'd like end up being a coach. I'll always like, it'll always be a part of my life and I'll always go in the gym and like play about and like, I'll always do it, but I'm not sure that I will stay in it forever. It's right. taken up a large part of my life. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. So with that extra year, obviously that's more time on the mat. This obviously I went in and looked at the juicy wiggle, uh, floor routine as an Iowa state goer. <laughs> I loved that routine. Um, I guess my question would be, how do you, like, how did you come on to the ju- juicy wiggle routine? That's, that's brilliant. I loved that routine. And then also how has the season been going this far? And then do you, if you do another year, obviously, um, do you think you can go up from here or what are you looking to improve? So Juicy Wiggle, actually really funny you should say that because like 
I when I picked that music, so we get to pick our own like floor music. And I picked it with my mum back home over the summer, like a few years ago. Had no idea what the Juicy Wiggle was. Absolutely no idea. You didn't even know? <laughs> no way. No idea. I didn't know any Iowa State songs except Sweet Caroline. And I didn't even know it because, like, of football. Like, I knew it because we sing Sweet Caroline back home. So, oh, my God. It's really embarrassing. I've never, but I stumbled I've never across before, Juicy yeah. Wiggle. You've never heard of Juicy Wiggle? No, before no, he got here. Before I got here. Oh no, Juicy Wiggle. I've oh, never heard it before I got here either. How did I was happen? like, what is that? What are you Why listening to in your dancing? free time? <laughs> and then yeah, we, we like heard the music. It was like this specific floor music, and I was like, wow, that's like cool. It's like upbeat, like fun. Yeah. And then I came back, and they like choreographed it like as Juicy Wiggle, and like started like talking about you know all the like fun things they do. Right. And I was so confused. I was like, I have no idea what this means. And then the first time I competed in Hilton, everyone went absolutely crazy. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> and it was only like last year I realized like they play it like that's our song. And like, <laughs> yeah, so that was how that happened. That um, is super cool. Yeah. Funny, yeah. And now I feel like I just have to keep it like every year. I think I've had it the past two or three years. Oh, and, I didn't like, know you got to keep the same one. You don't have to, but I just feel like I should because it's oh, Juicy yeah. Wiggle and like everyone goes crazy in Hilton. This year was really cool. They got um, customized like towels that say Juicy Wiggle on them. And like when I was doing my floor routine, they all, yeah, they all pulled out the towels and like started waving them about. So that was really fun. Dang, that um, is super cool. How long does yeah. it take to like think up of a new routine and then do it and then take it to a meet? Is it called a or new choreography for the same song? I would imagine that's not super easy either. Yeah, I mean we're very used to it at this point, so like it, you can get it done in a day for sure. It just takes a while, especially for me to a like, day. yeah, <laughs> to like really get it down hours, too. To really get it down, like you have to really grow into it. I feel mm. like, like I know the dance, but it takes a while for you to like really get into it, like. This is my third year doing it, and I've only now mastered the facials and everything. Oh, true. true. <laughs> they grade you yeah. on all of that stuff, like the little the fingers, and yeah, yeah that's very intricate. Mm -hmm. Red, it's a really a, big part of it. A hundred percent. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Uh, so, when you're done with school and all that stuff, do you plan to go back to England, oh, or question. are you planning on staying in the states? I want to stay in the states. I already. Let's do. go. Um, yes. Yeah. Let's keep her here. But it's One so for the good tricky. guys. It's so hard. <laughs> it's like you have to, because I'm on a student visa right now. So, like, I'd have to be on a work visa or, like, a green card. And, like, it's just so hard to, like, figure it all out. Like, there's a lot of stress in my head because I really don't want to get deported. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to get deported. <laughs> no, I do want to stay here ultimately. But, like, if it means I have to go home for a bit, like, find a job out here like yeah i don't know we'll see um i i've been cooking up this question oh, have geez. you ever heard of the uh the gymnast livy dunn oh god <laughs> how good is she oh my goodness <laughs> anytime you talk to anyone about gymnastics who like isn't really in the gymnastics world. That is all they talk about is Libby Dunn. I oh um, look at this guy, I, I absolute. <laughs> what, Sorry. I'm oh, come on. 
No, but I I want to know because she's she's huge. She's so is she yeah. really that good? Is yeah. she good though? She good or just hot? Oh my god! <laughs> Real question. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of LSU gymnastics team. I know like I and some other girls on the team have like beat her on bars and stuff before. Ooh, she's a really she's good personally gymnast. beat. Oh, let's go! Oh. <laughs> she is a really good gymnast, like really good, and like when she was little especially but like i know now that she hasn't been competing because she had some like injuries like i think she tore her labrum but like she is really a good gymnast and i like like props to her that she's like taken her looks and like her platform and like used it to the best of her ability because like some people like are very envious of that but like i think like all props to the girl like fair play like you made the most of what you had and i think good job like yeah Hundred percent. So you mentioned that you had beat her on the bars, and obviously, yeah. I feel like you're most known for your floor, at least around Iowa State with the Juicy Wiggle. How could you not be? Uh, have you always just done floor and bars, or have you experimented with other uh, like events, or how does that look? So before I came here, I was like an all around. So I did vault, bars, beam, and floor. Oh, vault, and then sick. coming here, we're more of like a specialist team. So I like those were the two that I focused on, but I still trained like all around. And then this year and last year, I really just focused in on vault bars and floor, but I'd never like really compete in vault until this year. Like okay. I had my debut, yeah, at the Beauty and the Beast. Actually. Oh, I was going to ask so, about that. That's such a cool event. Yeah, it was really cool. There was a lot going on. I was very overwhelmed because it was the first time I'd ever like competed vault, but I competed it and got a career high. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. So, can you walk me through what the Beauty and the Beast is for those that don't know? Please. So, I honestly had no idea either what it was until it happened. But it's basically where wrestling and gymnastics go at the same time. So, like, Hilton was, like, split in half, the arena. And, like, it was gymnastics and the wrestling. Mat, and, like, everything was going on at the same time. So, like, they wouldn't stop to wrestle, like, when we would go. And, like, eyes were everywhere. The arena was so packed. Like... It was funny because they were wrestling to like we get to pick like theme songs. So oh like a lot of the girls have like <laughs> country music to their theme songs, and they were wrestling to country music. So it was really funny. That's but no, funny. it was a really good time. This yeah. already happened. Yeah. Damn. Yes. They do it every year though, I believe. So that's how we haven't wrong. done it in a few years, but we like that was since COVID. So hopefully they'll do it next year as well. So you I guys will have to, to come. That'd be hilarious yeah. to watch like Yonger have to wrestle to like let it go or something that would yeah. be incredible yeah some doja cats on dude that's an announcer's nightmare right there how are they gonna that's like yeah. so much going on i know well like younger with... was actually going while i was on floor and like oh. the announcer like my music was about to start but the announcer was like commentating something about younger and like everyone was like cheering and making noise and then i couldn't hear my floor music oh no <laughs> I'm, so sure there's, I'm, really I'm sure there's definitely some logistical issues was there anyone that you i don't know if you watched a lot of wrestling was there anyone you were trying to watch and you kind of conflicted with your events or not me personally but i actually think when i think it was younger and like i don't know wrestling but like they did a it's not cool to play they did something and <laughs> the audience the audience didn't like it because it wasn't like in younger's favor mm-hmm. but one of our girls had just finished her floor routine and she was like celebrating, but like everyone was booing because they were booing. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It was so sad, and it was like the whole arena was like booing. 
but like oh, she no. just finished her floor routine. <laughs> They should do more also, sports like that. That'd, that'd be it's a good really story fun. in like two months, but I'd be devastated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd it's, it's one of those things that's like funny after the fact, but yeah, yeah not really at <laughs> yeah. the time. No, so that then is... at the end of the meet, like we'd finished before wrestling was done, so like it was nice because we all got to sat and watch. I think Sam was the last one. Mm. Um, so yeah, we were all like cheering for Sam, so that was kind of cool. Dang, that's a hard meet to beat, I think. I feel like just the atmosphere would be insane. And there's some crazy logistical things I didn't think about, like teammates, you know, or not teammates, but the crowd booing for the wrestling while the gymnastics, like a floor team finish like that. Yeah. That is crazy. But is there a different meet that, like, really stands out in your memory? Like, man, that one was really memorable, really exciting to live out. And maybe, you know, maybe one of these gold medals. You have so many gold medals. I don't know how you can pick one. But, you know, anything along those lines? Um... In terms of college, I would say our conference championships last year, I believe it was. We were so close to beating Oklahoma, who are oh, the national champions. Yeah, we were sweet. so close. And that it was a really was like, exciting meet. It was really good. Um, but we didn't. They won in the end. And then I don't know about internationals. I did um, the British championships back home. So that's like our like national championships is in a really cool arena in Liverpool. Don't know if you know the football team, the soccer team. Of my course. Team, Liverpool. Shout out. Shout out Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's where the arena is, and it's, like, huge. And they have, like, Whoa. massive, like, when you walk out the tunnel, it's, like, smoke and fire and, like, yeah, that's a really oh. cool one to go to. That would be hard to beat. Yeah. Have you ever been uh, screwed over by judges, in your opinion? Or... Oh. Oh, getting All into... the time. Really? Because it's so all subjective, right? Like, it's, it's all just so what they subjective. Think. It's more subjective than, like, diving. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Because, like, it's not like a swim meet where, like, you win the race, like, done by time. Like, football, you cross the line, like, you get the touchdown. I don't know. I don't know what was football fan. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> but, yes, I'm only just learning how, like, subjective it is. And I think, like, having me after me after me, like, it's the saddest thing when you think you've hit like the best routine you've ever done and then like someone else's opinion like obviously but i get that it's part of the sport and the main thing is just like the hope that it's fair for everybody so. right as long as the judges are fair amongst everybody even even if yes. you might get screwed over a little bit at least it's fair i can see that yeah yeah but um you kind of touched on it there i'm, I'm interested so you said you know you don't really understand the football uh, terminology touchdown you aced it it was good work but coming Thank to you. america and watching these different sports that are probably not very prevalent in england is there one that like really stood to you is like really what are these guys doing or that's like really fun to watch the first time i went to a college football game i was like what on earth is all this hype about like they <laughs> stop every 10 seconds like they're wearing pads for a start like rugby our rugby boys back home like they just hit into each other no helmets no pads like i was so confused but now like i understand it more and like i've been to a lot more games and like a lot of my friends and stuff like i get it i get it a lot more and like i do enjoy it much more now and like, i've sat through a lot of football games in the negative weather oh um, wow but yeah dedicated yeah fan. i know it is major dedication especially because <laughs> i still don't really know what's going on but like it interests me like i do think it's really cool and that's where all the money is so like True. best to learn now i guess yeah and i think jack trice is a fun place to watch football too it's not the best 
you know, stadium in America, but it's up there. Juicy Wiggle. I mean, it's fun. We got a good environment. I love the Juicy I was, Wiggle. I was in her position a year and a half ago. When we, when they, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not joking, dude. Oh, my God. On a sports podcast, doesn't even know what American sports are. No. Yeah. So when they whip out the Juicy Wiggle in Jack Trice, do you start doing your floor routine or what? Yes, I do, actually. I'm in the front row of the oh R section doing the Juicy Wiggle. Yeah. And my floor routine. Wow. It's kind of embarrassing. So just pretend you don't know me if you ever see me on the screen. <laughs> well, I'll be looking out for that. Um, you know, thank you a lot for, for coming on here, Laura. We just quick shout out because – Obviously, you don't have to, you know, I did, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did not know that you were such a prevalent, huge gymnast. I, like, I kind of felt bad asking you to come on after seeing you had multiple like gold medal and championships deals here. But we really appreciate you coming on. I know a lot of um, a lot of like my sisters wanted to see, you know, a gymnast come on the program and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we really appreciate it. I know these guys probably not super thrilled, but I think. Well, James, you didn't even know. You got an athlete on here. I want to say that. Livy yeah. Dunn over here. Not super thrilled's not the right was. word. Well. No, it's okay. I really, I appreciate you guys, like, giving us a platform because gymnastics doesn't get, like, a lot of recognition. So, like, I love that, like, this has been really cool. And even if it is because of Livy Dunn, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you have any other gymnasts that would like to come on, we send them our contact info. We would love to have them on. But... I have one more technical question. I saved it for the end because I know not a lot of people are interested in it. But obviously, I'm a kinesiology major. James is a kinesiology major. You're a kinesiology major. What mm -hmm. does the training, conditioning, um, what does that all look like? I can't imagine you guys run, you know, touchdowns or sprints or anything like that. Uh, I would imagine most of your training is done in the actual, like, gym. Not, like, the lifting gym, but, like, the gymnast gym. Um, yeah. Do you guys do a lot of lifting outside of that, or how does that look? So in season, we lift less, like over the summer and like preseason is when we do most of our like lifting and stuff. But it's actually cool talking to other sports because I never realized either that like football don't actually like play football, like right. especially right now, like all they're doing is lifting. And like even during season, like they only have like one day a week where they like run into each other. Mm -hmm. so, I don't know the technical terms, <laughs> but like that was crazy to me because obviously like we're doing our routines like every single day like the thing that we're competing like we do multiple of them every single day which i think is like partly why like our bodies are very unwell by like age 25 because <laughs> you're doing that all the time like people told me if we like did football plays like all the time football like we genuinely wouldn't be alive oh and yeah that, like makes 100%. sense but yeah it's largely like we're very like um like gym gymnastically fit so yes. like we do conditioning in the gym so it's like leg lifts rope climbs pull-ups like things that are gonna help like gymnastics obviously in terms of like lifting we still do lift weights as well but especially right now it's more like tailored towards gymnastics true especially with the end of the season coming well we wish you the best um in thank you in the postseason or in these last couple meets and we'll definitely be keeping an eye out to see what you're able to accomplish and maybe who knows maybe we'll have a recap uh, another meeting where we recap how everything went but thank you so much for coming on thank here you. and we couldn't we couldn't thank you enough thank you i appreciate you appreciate it. it thank you thank you bye well that was that was cool. That was insightful. I think the craziest thing of that was she didn't even know Juicy Wiggle was picked it. No, yeah, that's, that's the not most crazy. How? How? How in the world? I don't know.
That's beyond me. And but. and then she was like, I want to go to Iowa State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, I went to L.A., New York, and Vegas and landed on Ames, Iowa. Yeah, let's like, pick uh, a cornfield. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. They're, they're super cold. <laughs> I think she just visited those places for vacation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Iowa yeah, State does oh, yeah, have a great sure. campus, though. We so, do. Like, it makes was, sense. I mean, I only toured Iowa State. I was like, all right, yeah. Two, yeah. Campus is good. I'm an Iowa State I, fan. That's I didn't know I we were do. that competitive at gymnastics to, like, barely um, lose to defending champs. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, we are. I mean, with people like Laura on the team, how could of we not course. be? How could we not be? Well, we are going to go ahead and transition into the James Cup. Okay. Oh, boy. And I think today, we're going to go ahead and pick a red um, pick little a red one. Pick a red little token here, as James is wearing a red sweatshirt. We want to... Good hands. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Oh. Nice catch. I know. James, I I'm interested to see what was in your brain today. What do we got? Most time in a video game. Okay. I'll go mm. first. Go ahead, James. Um, if you guys, well, if you guys, like, don't know, just either look it up or give a ballpark or, what do you, or yeah, whatever roughly. game. You, yeah, roughly. Or what game have you put the most hours into? Yeah. I got over 125 days in my account. 125 <laughs> days? <laughs> so, Bro. Oh, so, do the math. Yikes. Jamie, do the math. So... Granted, I do AFK. Uh, so I have. What okay. does that even mean? That's where he's like farming when he's not away. Well, he's I'm, not in actively playing. Yeah. So I would just leave my Xbox on overnight, and I get a fuckload of resources because oh, I have that's cheating. Farms. Yeah. It's not it's cheating. cheating. That's cheating. That's hundred percent cheating. That's cheating. You guys don't play the Sorry game. Sorry about it. And Minecraft was my. That's mine. I have over hundred hours of actively playing Minecraft. Yeah. Or you don't think I think I have over a hundred hours. Rocket League's probably close. I think I have like thirty-five days in there. But thirty-five days, I have yeah. Maybe forty days in Bo3, probably around forty in Fallout 4, over twenty-five in Skyrim. Jesus, this guy loves video games. <laughs> Are we only I've talking got... Xbox and PlayStation? What else? What What else? What do you, you play? Rust. Yeah, yeah. Oh, phone well, games. For be. me, Clash of Clans would be up there if we include You can't even phone. play Clash of Clans, though. You can't play That's Clash crazy. Clans. Yeah, but I've been playing it for like no, 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 no. years, no. you know? Active, active in-game active in the guy who just brought yeah. up a game where he's act. Oh, wow, okay. No, I'm not like <laughs> closing out of the app. Yeah, you just said you leave Minecraft on at night, and that was your go-to. But he's not leaving Clash of Clans on the entire day. I That's guess. the difference. Okay. So yours is Clash of Clans. Do you have like you probably have to be Fortnite then, huh? On my council, it would have to be Fortnite. How many yeah. do you think? I got no idea. A lot. A lot. A lot. This guy plays Fortnite like, competitively. Like over sixty or what? I mean, he's I he know. placed like fifth in the nation. <laughs> True. <laughs> right up there. Fact the check me. Next to Booga? Fact check it. Somebody Booga? fact check it. There's no way. Next to Ninja. Yeah. Who do you think Doctor Disrespect is? Uh, I've never seen Red and Doctor disrespect the same room at the same time. Nobody has. Nobody. Nobody has. It's, it's have a, you guys seen the clip of him where he's like, you hey, mean eyes on me. I know you're looking at my arms. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that? I have not. I never I watched. I totally looking at That's his arms Nick, when he's Is it Nick, Mer- Nick Merck's, like, huge? Yeah. The guy that doesn't cuss? The family-friendly guy? That's no. Nick A30. Okay. Nick Didn't Merck's, Nick Merck's play, like, collegiate football or something? I think so. Yeah. He's huge. He's a big guy. He's, like, well... Stocky looking linebacker type guy. Yeah, for sure. It works. Well, today it sounds familiar. Yeah, today we learned that James loves his video games. So. What do you think you're? No, he likes turning them Rocket on League. when he sleeps. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. doesn't play them. <laughs> uh, big idle games guy. Listen, yeah. Listen, hey, listen. <laughs> I I cook any of you. Oh shit. Well, I I say I mine was either Rocket League or Minecraft. 
I don't really like not in Rocket League. I never played Rocket League. I'm a big Rocket League guy. I'll get it on for a couple games. I don't like it. It's too technical. It's for very me. technical. And I don't. Your it's, depth perception's the, not very good the either. The camera, hey, fuck. <laughs> the camera, like it'll just. Foom, 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 yeah, foom. it's very quick. I don't. Very quick. I'm just not used to it. But I can't play. I don't play the game. I can't play for very long, so I know where you're coming from. If you include PS3, I'd be up there on NCAA 14. Ooh, NCAA football's coming back soon. Like yep. six years from now. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out next year, right? Uh, allegedly. It's supposed I to, I think. Game, getting the Madden. And oh, 100%. I have the Madden and NHL and all that stuff on the Xbox. I bought it because I was like, oh, before the show, you guys come in and play video games. <laughs> Apparently not. I'm James doesn't play video games. Yeah. No. No. Not a big um, video games guy. I've never played Madden. Or what? 2K. We got it. And 2K. Really? I, I have Madden, 2K, NH. I got all the games. I got I've this whole studio it. set up, and everyone's like, yeah, I'm just going to show up 16 seconds after the show starts. And <laughs> <laughs> after? That's yeah. pretty accurate, actually. No, literally, these two. I've never played, like, a real sports game. Well, we'll have to fire it up when the show do- is done. Speaking of, I think this is probably our ending point. We want to say another quick shout-out to Laura. Can we get a group round of applause for yep. Laura coming on? <laughs> that was huge. I-, I loved the interview. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, Laura, for coming on. Um, and then other than that, we will see you guys Monday at 6 p.m. We're going to be running it back. Hopefully a lot of sports happen this weekend, a lot of interesting topics. This is the absolute dead of, uh, I think, sports in We general. got March Madness previews starting up here next week. Probably. That's what I'm saying. I think we made it through the hardest part, so I'm very excited about where the show is going to be Another special guest on Wednesday. Yes, very special guest Wednesday, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Otherwise... Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining the live. Be sure to follow the socials and use code MARVONAIR for $20 off your first order at SeatGeek, as we always say. With that being said, anything from the couch? Deuces. Nothing.